the volume. All right, we are back on another Money Line Monaco Amazon Amp Tuesday, July 11th. We are hours away from another riveting MLB All Star matchup. And in this world, betting the MLB All Star game, to me, and look, there used to be two kinds of MLB All Star games. There used to be an MLB All Star game that mattered. To the point where it determined home field advantage in the World Series. And I got to be honest, I kind of miss those days. Because those MLB All-Star games, early 00s, mid-2000s, were absolutely riveting. Now, from a betting perspective, this game can be a little fickle. We got some trends for you. I did the due diligence. I'm going to break it down. We're going to start out with the fact. That it's look, it's a coin flip game pretty much every season, but there's a little more going into this one in particular. And that starts with the fact that the American League has been dominating this head to head since 2012. The National League has not won since 2012. And we sit here in a pick 'em game. Now, Pick them, no matter how you look at it, and the over-under, pending where you shop, you can get it at 7.5 at some places. I'm seeing it right down the middle at 7 on FanDuel. This puppy could very well land on 7 when we start to look at it. Now, I'm going to break down the lineups real quick. A couple of players worth looking at. Top of the American League lineup is filthy, but... I would say the pitching leans AL, the hitting leans NL. It's Marcus Simeon, Shohei, Arosa Reina, who you saw almost steal it at the very end against Vlad last night in the in the home run derby. Seager, Yandy Diaz, Garcia, who was in the all-star game as well, Hayes, and a couple of Rangers to wrap it up. Jonah Heim to round it out. You look at the National League, though. From a hitting perspective, you got to lean hitting with the NL, I mean, Ronald Acuna Jr., Freddie Freeman, Mookie Betts, J.D. Martinez, Nolan Arenado, and of course we know about Luis Arise. If you don't know about him, he's leading the majors in just under 400. He comes in the All-Star game around 383. He plays for the Marlins. Sean Murphy, another Brave. Corbin Carroll for the D-backs and Arcia for the Braves. So, Looking at the lineups, not going too much on the starters because they do mix and mingle them. You have to say the hitting is the NL. I mean, from a more daunting perspective, and Shohei's got a blister, uh, albeit what it will. He's in the hitting lineup. They're saying he might not pitch. Does factor in a little bit here when you start to look at the stats as you get in. And again, how these managers are going to play the pitching side of this. It's going to be interesting. Year to year, you typically give, and tonight it's Zach Gallon for the D-backs, and it's Garrett Cole, who's been to many All-Star games but never gotten the nod to start the game. They'll probably both go, I imagine, at least two. Now, there's a huge drop-off with the NL pitching 
as opposed to the AL pitching as we start to look as we get on through the lineups. Here's what I will say. Three of the top five batting average teams in the, in the overall MLB scope are National League teams. But you look at the overall team ERAs. Pitching in this game typically bodes better than great hitting. You, you see it outside of Patrick Mahomes starting to spin the narrative. Great, great offense beats great defense. Typically, they say it on a magnet. Great defense beats great offense. So on that thought, you look at the staffs here and you factor in a couple of things. Number one, you got no Kershaw. You got no Spencer Strider. You got no, you got no on the NL side depth in the way that you do on the American League side. And I'll mention this at at the over-under thought here is seven. It's gone under five of the last six, five of the last six. So you have to look at the pitching more than the hitting just off trends aside. AL has bagged, as we know, nine straight looking for a a break in the trend, and I'm not seeing one. As far as the staffs, and, and Luis Castillo makes the roster. He's had an up and down season. Sonny Gray for the Twins has been superb. We know about Nathan Avaldi swooped to the Rangers. He's been everything DeGrom hasn't been because DeGrom hasn't been on the bump. He's been hurt. Kevin Gossman for the Blue Jays, fantastic. Now, we know McClanahan and Framber Valdez, two guys, one for the Rays and the Astros are both in the AL Cy Young conversation. They are inactive tonight. So I do think that is worth mentioning because their their depth on the AL wouldn't be as otherwise deep. And I will say, you look at the uh, American League reserves, I'm not blown away. And again, you do got to think, Trout is out. Aaron Judge is out. Jordan Alvarez for the Astros is out. You can make a case. Those are three of the top five most lethal men in the American League as far as swinging the stick. But then on the a- on the NL side, and, and I mentioned a couple of them, Kershaw's gone. Uh, Marcus Stroman's not playing. I said Strider. Bryce Elder, also for the Braves. If you've been paying attention to the Braves, have been fantastic. Their pitching staff and Elder's been a bright spot. This is going to be interesting. Now, there's so many Braves on the National League side, you almost have to flirt with a little player prop, and that's where it can get fun. I looked back at last year's couple of dingers. Vlad wins it last night. He actually went ya-ya in the All-Star game last year. But I, I, I hate to be unglamorous. I'm trying to give you a winning bet. I gave you two picks for the home run derb. I said, Julio Rodriguez was going to take it home take him over Pete in the first round, take him all the way. Well, he did beat Pete Alonzo. He actually set the record for 41 homers in a round, as we know, the three minutes on the timer plus the bonus round. Incredible outing. Unfortunately, he ran into Vlad Guerrero Jr., who, if you go to my Moneyline Monaco page, was my backup pick. So we did cash. I said, look, in home run derby, you get two picks. I think off of last night, my favorite guys to dial in on here to hit a home run has to be a combination of Vlad and a combination of potentially a a Atlanta Brave. I mean, what this Braves lineup has done 
offensively all season has been sick with it. Here's the thing, though. They're not putting everybody on the prop board. They're only putting the starters, which is a huge bummer because you have several Braves, like a Matt Olson could be someone of interest on the bench. Huge power numbers. Even Austin Riley kind of boomer bust when it comes to that. These are guys on the reserve. You can't bet them, although they might pop up. And if they do, pay attention to Jorge Soler on the National League side for the Marlins. He's someone I'm liking to maybe go yaya in great form down the stretch. So are the Marlins, by the way. Soto, a guy that's done absolutely nothing for the San Diego Padres. My San Diego Padres. This is a guy that to me is, you know, not showing up and showing out because he's in San Diego game by game, but he's somebody that I think could make an impact in this game on a on an RBI thought, on a on a huge extra base hit. Maybe he goes yaya. But again, this is so much more about great pitching. There's so many innings of one, two, three. Now we will see. I, I suppose a couple of new elements to the all-star game, albeit with the, with the pitch clock, with the no shift. They typically move this game along. There's a lot more, I would say, old school baseball rules that kick in. Everyone respects this moment. No one's really dicking around. It's an exhibition though. So you have to be careful because if this absolutely was about who's getting home field in the World Series, I would say NL on some level is an appetizing play, but I just can't do it on the account of the pitching. I had a weird inkling when I woke up that the National League was going to break the streak. My official bet and my best bet has to be the under of seven. It just has to be five and one in the last six. I'm looking at these lineups. We're missing a couple of key guys. As I mentioned, Trout, Otani, the AL side. The NL side, as far as this lineup, it's clearly deeper. It's clearly, again, Acuna, Freeman, Betts, Martinez is sick with it one through four. But the pitching for the American League is so deep. And these guys like Corey Seager, Yandy Diaz, even a Rosa Reina, they hit for power. They hit excellent situationally. You're putting Shohei. At the two, Marcus Simeon, if you don't know about Simeon this year for the Rangers, second baseman, he's been playing out of his gourd. One of the better leadoff guys. And I think a big part of the flow of these teams is going to be how they kick off innings. Acuna Simeon, I'm looking at as my one-two. Now, the nice thing is, as I get out of here, you can bet parlays. And you can do that on FanDuel. And I think the most fun parlay to consider is hits. That's the most realistic. They're going to be bend but don't break innings. I don't know how we don't put Otani in there as a hit. Uh, the guy has been just on a tear. He's already locked up the AL, the AL MVP at the intermission of Broadway. And then Luis Arras. I mean, this guy's hitting just below 400. And you got guys like Vogelbach in the league, Pete Alonzo in the league, lucky to break 250 at the end of the season. And Luis Arise for the Marlins is hitting three, hovering around 
180. I don't know how you at minus 180. Do not put this man in. If you go with just those two alone, you're hitting plus 127. And I got to be honest, Mookie Betts, you know, his wife forced him into the home run derby. I would say for as prolific of an athlete as he is, he got a little bit dragged last night in the derby. A guy that does lead off a lot of games with extra base hits and home runs kind of got dragged. A, a rare moment where Mookie was almost so humbled. I mean, you saw a mouth in the flat. How are you doing this? How are you doing this? I think he gets a base knock tonight. He's at minus 160. So if I'm looking at a little cheeky three-hit parlay here, which I do want to give you, it's got to be Shohei. It's got to be a rise, and it's got to be Mookie. It pays plus 262. We just need all three of them to get a base knock. I absolutely love it. I, I think it's one of my favorite little mix and mingles. Now, who comes through on an RBI thought here? Now, you go back, you look at the scoring from last year, you look at RBIs knocked in, Vlad had two, Bogarts had one. Of course, he's having an, a, a mediocre season at best. Simeon actually got on the board last year with an RBI. Now, Looking at kind of situational baseball in this matchup, how's the bottom of the lineup? Is a Jonah Heim going to step up for the top of the lineup for the AL? Is a Corbin Carroll Arcia going to step up for the National League at the bottom? I'm leaning more National League bottom of the lineup. I'm looking at Corbin Carroll specifically, a guy that has been incredible with power numbers, incredible with knocking guys in, a big bright spot and an otherwise shocking season for everyone outside of the Arizona jurisdiction. Corbin Carroll tonight pays over plus 210 to get an RBI. I think this is a dude that's going to benefit greatly off the top of the lineup. And again, you got a guy hitting 380, a rise hitting sixth. You know, he gets on, he gets an extra base. Sean Murphy's got power. You know, next thing you know, you get a single, a stolen bag. Murphy moves him over, and you got a Corbin Carroll sack fly to knock him in. These are the ways sometimes the runs happen in this one. So as I get out of here, I'm on that three-team hit parlay. I want to I wanna sprinkle on someone to hit a home run. Got to be honest, no one's sticking out to me right now. And I see the first five innings being actually a very fundamentally sound start. I got to go F5 under three and a half. F5 through bottom of the fifth, under three and a half runs, three, nothing, two, one, gets it done. And I got to go under seven. If you can find under seven and a half, do your July discount shopping. Absolutely. I'm seeing it on FanDuel right now at seven. I got to take it. <clears throat> now it's juiced at the over at minus 122. But let Carol, or excuse me, let Cole and let Gallon cook. And I do believe that the first inning, we got to do something degen here. You got to go Nerfy Yerfy. We have to go with a first inning under half a run. Unfortunately, it's minus 148. I'm swallowing the juice. I don't see this being a, a difficult dragged out first inning. I think it's maybe one, two, three. I think we maybe got one or two hits total in the first inning. Bada bing, bada boom. So I think it's a defensive chess match again. We're going to go off trends. I, I Again, I did have an inkling that I thought maybe the National League would break this 2012 and onward AL streak. 
I'm going with the trends. I'm taking Scuba Steve under seven as my absolute best bet. I think this game is at the most, at the most, 5-2, we get a push. 4-2, we get a win. And onwards and upwards. And I got to go at 500. So not the most glamorous game as it otherwise used to be because it is an exhibition. Still a very enjoyable game. Guys still bring their best. Let's not act like this is the M- the NBA All-Star game or a, or a Hawaiian now Orlando, whatever, wherever the hell the, the NFL plays their games. This is far and away the most competitive, most enticing All-Star game we have in American sports. You got to lean into it. You got to go defense. You got to realize the pitching and the defense for tonight is going to beat the great hitting. It's proven in five of the last six. So I'm out of here with under F5, three and a half, under seven. And I will unfortunately take the American League reluctantly for the top five pitching staffs in this MLB season thus far are from the AL. I got a ride, unfortunately, with the American League. I'm a National League guy, but business is business. Appreciate you. Don't forget to hug your mothers. We will see you for all things NFL tomorrow on the Moneyline Monaco Pop. The Volume.